This Paul has persuaded and turned away a great many people. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in our study of Acts chapter 19. Today we're going to be looking at verses 23 through 27, and I'm grateful once again that you are joining us for this time of study. Isn't it good to pause in the course of our day and focus our attention on the Lord Jesus? Um, we have to carve that time out. It doesn't come easy. We have to prioritize it into our day. We have to make it something that matters something that we refuse to negotiate off the table. And so I'm glad that you're here. And uh, we're looking forward to our time in the Word today. But before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. And uh, we just come before you, Lord God, hungry. Uh, we come ready. We come seeking you, Jesus. Um, we know that uh, we can't make it through a day without you. And uh, when we try, <laughs> um, things aren't very pretty. <laughs> so, Lord, we come uh, recognizing that we are dependent on you. We are wholly dependent on you for everything we need for this life and for this walk of faith. Jesus, speak through your word, and we give you thanks for it. In your name, amen. All right, here's Acts nineteen twenty-three through 27. About that time, there arose no little disturbance concerning the way. For a man named Demetrius, a silversmith, who made silver shrines of Artemis, brought no little business to the craftsmen. These he gathered together with the workmen in similar trades and said, Men, you know that from this business we have our wealth. And you see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but in almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a great many people, saying that gods made with hands are not gods. And there is danger not only that this trade of ours may come into disrepute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be counted as nothing, and that she may even be deposed from her magnificence, she whom all Asia and the world worship." This is a powerful section. Now, we see that the gospel is being perceived by other religions uh, as a threat, but not just by those religions, by those who profit on the basis of those religions. And we see one such example here with this tradesman, Demetrius, a silversmith, who made little shrines of Artemis. And he brought business not uh, only to himself, but to other tradespeople who uh, were part of the food chain making money off the um, temple of the goddess Artemis. Paul is perceived as a threat because he's preaching the gospel. And as the gospel is being um, perceived by ready hearts through the work of the Holy Spirit, preparing the ground of those people's hearts for the gospel, people are turning away from these false religions and turning toward the one true God as made known to them through the person of Jesus Christ and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul was becoming public enemy number one in Ephesus and in all of Asia because the tradespeople were seeing the writing was on the wall. And that their way of life, in fact, he even spells that out. <laughs> he says, men, you know that from this business we have our wealth. So they were seeing the writing on the wall was that the gospel 
was going to turn things upside down and their way of life was going to be destroyed, at least the way of life that they had grown accustomed to. And he is stirring up opposition uh, to Paul and to the gospel message. And that's what Luke uh, perceives as well in verse 23 when he says, At that time there arose no little disturbance concerning the way, the way of Christ, the way of the kingdom, the way of the gospel. And so Demetrius was uh, the one stirring the pot and um, creating a ruckus with all the other tradespeople. And uh, if you want to see people get riled up, um, mess with their wallets. <laughs> um, in the United States, the uh, Tea Party from history uh, was uh, a revolt that came about because people were being unfairly taxed. Um, and uh, the government, uh, the British government, was taking money from them un. Uh, fairly and unjustifiably, and they revolted. And uh, this is what's brewing here in Ephesus and through all of Asia, because they see that the gospel is having impact. Um, Now, uh, a smart business person maybe (laughs) would have seen the opportunity to uh, shift from trinkets of Artemis to trinkets of Uh, Christian symbols, crosses and the like, and um, uh, transitioned with the times, but instead they decided to dig their feet in and uh, and go to to battle against Paul over this matter. Um, He, uh, Demetrius, describes to his uh, comrades that uh, the gospel is a danger not only to the trade, but also to the religion. And I think it's interesting that he saw it he perceived it from those two those two vantage points. He saw the danger to their trade because if Christianity continued to sweep through and many, many people gave up their false beliefs, that they would have, um, uh, that that religion would be decimated and that they would be uh, out of a job. <laughs> and uh, so in a very real sense, everywhere the gospel goes, it posts notice to all other belief systems and um, says, hey, the untruths that you have gotten away with espousing, uh, we're posting notice that there's a new sheriff in town, and uh, he's the God of the universe, and he's come to reclaim that which is his. And that's what the gospel always does. That's what winning lost souls to Jesus is all about. It's reclaiming what already belongs to God uh, back into the fold of the Father. And uh, when we win souls, we're just winning people back to God who already belong to him, whose hearts have been far from him. So what a powerful story. And I think we'll continue to see that unfold as Paul makes his way eventually to Macedonia as we crest into chapter 20, but that's still a ways off. Uh, Thanks for taking time out of your day to study with us. Uh, We will be back at it tomorrow, Lord willing, and I hope that you'll join us again uh, as we continue in our study of Acts chapter 19. God bless.